my brothers on the sword. I'd rather fight beside you than any army of thousands. Let no man forget how menacing we are. We are lions. You know what's there? Waiting beyond that beach. Immortality. Take it. It's yours. Hey. Hey, my brother was Hey, fantasy, hey. session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Yeah. Talk them out. Yeah. We flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. win the record. Hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is December the 3rd and the boys are back in town. You see what's over the horizon the last week of the regular season, the playoffs. You playoff? Playoffs right there. Playoff player coming from the Himalayas himself. Is that you? Waiting on you at the dope. Is that as, as always, man, if you've been on this ride with the boys from uh from the beginning of the season or if you got on this train a little late, make sure you, if you haven't already subscribe. And if you haven't already, leave a review. Tell everybody how we got you to the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, man, we we out here. It's playoff time, man. This is what we grinded for. This is what y'all this is what this is what it all comes down to. Either you in it already, or this is the week that's going to determine if you in it or not. Y'all on the edge on any of y'all leagues? How y'all feeling this going into uh, the last week of the regular season? Man, I'm just say one thing: pay attention. So you know, I thought I'm seven right now, so I, I saw opportunity to get Joe Burrow traded Brady in the second for Joe Burrow, not noticing that the six and fifth team are playing each other. So one of them going to lose, and I'm playing the worst team in the league. So I'm going to win, and I'm going to be in the playoffs. This is a two-quarterback lead, so now I'm out here hustling, trying to find a two-quarterback lead. So pay attention. And, yes, I'm on the ropes right now, man. Gots to be more careful. Gots to. How you look, Antonio? I mean, um, in, uh, in my sleeper leagues, man, and two of them, I'm looking real strong. You know what I'm saying? Sitting at the top of the – the top of the league right now in both leagues, man. Hopefully I can keep that momentum rolling into the playoffs. In my ESPN league – Man, it's real tight, man. I got to win this one, man. Got to have this game right here, bro. Yeah, I think we're in the redraft league, in the home redraft league. We got every – it's like – I think it's, what, four through eight? It's six and six right now? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, So, hopefully I get in there. I'm number four, so I got the most points. So, Dalvin Cook, please do not come with the bullshit. Hey, don't you fuck this up for everybody now. Hey, man. Hey, man. The Dalvin Cook playoff jinx is no longer a thing, man. Let's speak that into existence. Um, I also want to give a special shout out to everybody who helped us um, complete the vision um, in the session takeover tournament. Uh, you know, we are in the playoffs. That was the last week last week. So we officially in the playoffs. Um, so I want a special shout out to everybody. Um, it's only the first year. Uh, so we're coming back harder the next year, bigger and better. Um, I think I that leagues. Uh-huh. for sure, definitely, definitely. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to get in the tournament last year, man, we're gonna make sure you get in it next year. Um, I think we can go ahead and roll that right on into um, the eight second moment of silence for all the fallen kings and queens out there. Special shout out to everybody that's going down in 2020, man. Special shout out to everybody that's lost somebody in 2020. 
Just a moment of silence for everybody. And we bet, and we bet. <clears throat> yes, indeedy. Back yes, to sir. Playoffs. playoffs. Playoffs is here. Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, so let's get into some of the news and notes. You know what I mean? Um, if you are not in the playoffs and, and you um officially know you're not in the playoffs, at least make your lineup. You know what I'm saying? I just want to say that before we get into it, because some teams might be depending on uh, a team to lose, and we don't want you not to make your lineup and just let them win, because that's lame. Uh, but Carlos Hyde is downgraded to is not going to play. Um, he did not practice Thursday, which is today. If I didn't say that, we're recording Thursday. Um, Kyler Murray was a full participant in practice. Uh, Tevin Coleman is not on the injury report coming into week 13. Brandon Ayuk is practicing in full. He should be back from the COVID. Josh Jacobs did not practice with an ankle for the second day in a row. So if uh, Devontae Booker is on your waiver wire, man, go look for him. Uh, he could be the starter on Sunday. DeAndre Swift listed with an illness, and he is out of concussion protocol. So I not they didn't say COVID, but he is sick. So that's something to look out for. Yeah, it was weird earlier this day that came out said some like Adrian said Swift has not been himself since he got a concussion, and then they came out with this news saying you know to be clear Swift was listed with an illness and not COVID. So weird things happening up in Detroit, man. Weird things. They fired the coach too. Get him out of there. Your ass out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Brown didn't practice Thursday. That is uh, nothing though, man. He usually sits out, bro. Usually for a knee. As long as you but he's out for a hip, bro. As long as you yeah. there Friday, it's all yeah. oh. man. Did y'all see that uh that onside kick he took to the crib? For sure that. It's crazy, bro. This man is is bananas with the ball. Imagine if he got 10 targets a game. <laughs> he's never had 10 targets all uh, uh I was gonna say that in the episode, but he ain't no. had 10 targets all year. Damn. Have you seen this guy? Like y'all, everybody talk about um, DK, DK. Metcalf built, boy. AJ Brown is yeah. much like a brick house, boy. Yeah. It, it, it looked like, like working out with Derrick Henry, bro. He just yeah. yeah. With, he, with you saying that, he's definitely a running back at wide receiver. Like true, <laughs> true to his form, bro. When he gets the ball into his hands, bro, it's like a lot of them. Him, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, bro. They turn into running backs when mm-hmm. they get the ball, bro. And Debo was crazy too. Yeah, he did. Daniel Jones didn't practice today. Um, that's something to be on the lookout for as they are the division leaders, so I'm pretty sure they want him to play. Um, the NFL reinstated again. I don't know how many times. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> the NFL reinstated Josh Gordon. Hey, bro, just let him smoke the weed, bro. Does that do it? Is he still even good at this point? He should be eligible to start playing week 16, so – he probably get a couple practices in, and um, he's going to be playing for the Seahawks. So I'm over to going out and trying to get uh, old players that haven't played in years. So I'm, I'm cool on Josh Josh Gordon. Yeah, um, week 16, though, Brad. That's like, what, one week until the season's over with? Yeah, so pretty much playoff time, I guess. Um, and they got – if his name is not DK Metcalf, I don't really care. Dude, it's not even playoff time, bro. It's playoff time in the real NFL, but fantasy, mm-hmm. we're done. Oh, for sure that. Uh, John Harbaugh won't say if Lamar Jackson is going to play week 13 or not. And we saw how trash RG3 looked out there against the Steelers. 
Um, Edwards Hilaire held out with the illness on Thursday. Hopefully he'll be okay. Julio downgraded to um, – or he did not practice. They say he might be doubtful for Sunday. So please cross your fingers. I think he might play. I hope he plays. That was – uh, I don't see doubtful. Javar said doubtful, but I think he was just trying to sauce me on that trade. He's trying to get over on. <laughs> he said he's just doubtful. He said he didn't practice. I said, what? I said, he said, oh man, I took the trade away when uh, the, the Julio news came out. I said, damn, what happened? Because I've been working today. I said, damn, what happened? He said, oh man, he doubtful for Sunday. I said, damn, for real? Because I'm thinking I got Julio in a lot of places. I'm like, shit. All right. Bro, it's, it's a lot of D's in that sentence. So. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Those are DPs on that bitch. Oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Connor might not be back. And then, yeah, uh, James Connor might not be back. Philip Lindsay missed practice on Wednesday with a knee injury. Uh, Texans opened a 21 day return window for David Johnson. I don't really know what that means. I guess within 21 days, DJ <laughs> might be back. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck, bro? Uh, yeah, that's all the news I got. Y'all got anything else? Y'all see anything no, I missed? Uh, yeah, the news of the week for me is uh the fact that the Falcons scored 41 points uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. So a big fuck you to the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> for letting the Falcons beat what? your ass like that. No. <laughs> like, damn, dude. That, that was so lame. Bro, it's so crazy, bro. They put up like 37 points against the Chiefs, and they didn't score yes. a touchdown against the Falcons. They didn't score bro. a touchdown. It's wow. so... <laughs> Like, and they're gonna win. I think the Falcons are gonna win on Sunday too. Yeah, they are. Watch, it's gonna because, be something to suck. It's gonna uh, suck for everybody. Yeah, it's gonna really suck. We know we got the top, the number ten pick right now, right? Yeah, it's gonna go down to like seventeen, bro. We're gonna have the seventeenth pick before it's all said and done, bro. God, bro. <laughs> I had in my mind. You know how we always. <laughs> yeah. Now that is gonna make me so mad, bro. If we end up getting anywhere outside of the top ten, because that means I just we wasted a whole season of being sorry for nothing. I've been mad every Sunday for no reason, bro. We all could have been this good all year. Wow. Hey, man, but it's not a Falcon podcast, man. I can talk about that for days. Anyway, man, let's get into it. Y'all don't got no more news and notes. Nah, that's it, brother. Then it is what it is, good brother. Let's get into what the people are here for. All the people on the fence, all the people, you know what I'm saying, already in their bye weeks, you know what I'm saying, looking forward to next week with their feet up, and they just want to hear the good uh-huh. brothers talk, they talk. You know what I'm Preach. saying? There we go. You know, I talk a little fast, but if you listen a little slow, you might hear what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. First game of the week, we got the Speaking of the New Orleans Saints at the uh, Atlanta Falcons, they're coming to the Georgia Dome this time, Mercedes Benz Dome, whatever you want to call it. The Saints are favored currently by two and a half points, and it's a 45 and a half point over under, so it's a, not a high scoring game. Um, Taysom Hill will still be the quarterback through for 311 yards and one interception and no touchdowns over the last two weeks. Uh, 233 of those yards coming against the Falcons. How do you feel about Taysom Hill against the Dirty Birds, Tonio? I mean, I feel like, bro, if you got to play him, bro, play him. Like, if you're like me, you ha- I had Drew Brees in the league, and I went out and picked up um, picked up James Winston thinking that he was going to be the starter because, you know, you would think he would be the starter. And we end up, they end up starting Taysom Hill, man. But uh, you got to feel somewhat – I don't know. You got to feel on the fence, man. Have no telling – no idea which Falcon team is going to show up. Are we, gonna have, <laughs> like, are we gonna have last week's Falcons defense that 
straight up like obliterated the Ravens, uh, the, not Ravens, the Raiders offense, just straight up just shutting them down, bro. It was impressive. It was sickening at the same time. I didn't know who those impressive. guys were. <laughs> nah, nah, dog. When I saw Deion Jones streaking down the field, I, I, I was like, bro, this can't be happening right now. But anyway, you like you Ke- said, did you see Keanu Neal like push, uh, like, like, stuff from- yes, yes, that was so clean, bro. Like, he didn't oh. go, he didn't, he didn't like move another inch for it at that. Not was, at all. You will not pass down. this line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you shall not pass. Like, yo, yo. Not a Falcon podcast. Not a Falcon podcast. Yeah, back you're right. You're right. Back to Taysom Hill, man. Um, like I said, Brett, uh, I feel good about him. Um, but it all He's the number five quarterback over the last two weeks. Um, but like I said, he didn't really have to do nothing last week because they played the Broncos and the Broncos didn't have a quarterback. Um, the Falcons I respect are- that rushing ability. That is true. The Falcons are giving up the second most fantasy court points to quarterbacks and are top 10 in rushing yards allowed to the quarterback. Yeah. Um, so I think you go ahead and roll Taysom Hill out there as a QB one this week. Uh, did you say they're allowing the uh, second most points per game? Yeah. No, second right. mo- no total. Second uh, okay. most points total to quarterback. I like, I like uh, him at the back end. I'm, you know, I'm not just going to – I'm just kind of worried about, you know – how the Falcons been playing, you know, they have an off week on week. You never know this defense may come, but I, I like them more as a back end. Yeah. I mean, uh, quarterback to, one, maybe quarterback two. I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Seeing that, like, Gabe just gave y'all that the uh, the amount of points that they're giving up to quarterbacks. And it's a simple fact that they're also allowing the second most points per game. This is like defensively, that's second in the league. And Tyson Hill, he's been averaging 21.4 points over the last two games, albeit don't look for it happen um, for him to be productive through the that air. That number is clouded, though, like I was saying, because yeah. it all came in one game. The second yeah. game, he didn't have to do nothing because he played. they played the Broncos. So. But well, the, the first game was against the Falcons, so. Yeah. He did. He, what, he put up, what, 20, what, 20, 24? Against the, the first game? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I have it written yeah, it, it, was, it was 24 points. He yeah. scored 24 against the Falcons. I mean, trust me. Like, they're going to move the ball against the Falcons and they get into the red zone. That's just another rushing threat down there for him along with Alvin Kamara, bro. So I could see him having a rushing touchdown, you know. Speaking of the rushing situation in the New Orleans, um, Alvin Kamara, after being the number one running back through the first 10 weeks, uh, Drew Brees went out, um, of course, in week 10. And so over the last two weeks, he's the number 29 rated running back. Um, Only three targets, 99 yards, and 29 carries with a touchdown. Um, I think you have to continue to start him, but the Falcons, um, I'm not talking about this pretty much every episode now, but the Falcons are pretty stout against the run. They're um, top six in rush defenses. So, I, you, of course, you still start Alvin Kamara. Um, last week, I don't know if you noticed or not, but the usage went up for Latavius Murray. He's played 45% of the snaps um, now in both weeks when Drew Brees was out. How do you feel about starting uh, Latavius Murray? Uh, me, uh, well, after yeah, last week, monster game, man. He after had, last week, I mean, don't expect it again, bro, because Alvin Kamara still, he's still the man. But, but with that type of usage, you can definitely see that they're probably going to lean more so on him on the running game because Alvin Kamara really hasn't, <clears throat> he's done, he's done majority of his damage through the air. And ever since Taysom Hill has came, uh, has came into the starting gig, and I believe you mentioned this before that he's only had three targets, mm-hmm. but those three targets, he only got negative two yards at that shit. So, I mean, that's it's, it's definitely not good, man. And, um, but the Falcons have been legit on the ground in AK, and they held um, they held Alvin Kamara to three and a half yards per carry in Week Eleven. So, I mean, as much as we get on the Falcons' defense, they have been pretty solid against stopping the run. Yeah. It's just the pass. And uh, 
Like, I, I, it's not to the point where I don't want to start Alvin Kamara. It's just uh, you throw him out there, but don't expect one of those monster. I'm talking about Latavius Murray right now. Yeah, true. I'm still saying like if I'm 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 starting Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. Like if, if you don't have anything, like if you if you need a running back to the play, then yeah, I'm throwing him out there. Like all right, for instance, who would you start Latavius Murray over? Not a lot of people right now. Exactly. So <laughs> if if you need a running back, like Darrell Henderson or Latavius Murray, uh, I'll go Latavius Murray. Bro. Latavius like, Murray probably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I, it, but then the matchup scares me only because Atlanta is not giving up a lot of yards on the ground. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, so I would roll him out there. I'll probably have him in like as an RB3 this week, probably in the 30s somewhere, but just because of the usage he's getting. 45% of the snaps is pretty good in that explosive offense. And the sorry ass Falcons could come out there again. So, exactly. So, yeah, it, roll the dice, man. Blow them bitches and throw them out there, bro. You might get lucky. Big old fast. Uh, Michael Thomas. Um, of course, you're going to start him last week. He had nine targets, caught a, a 104 yards. Um, he will see A.J. Terrell and DeQuez Denard. Both of them are pretty, have been pretty good ever since uh, Dan, Quib, Dan Quinn's departure, and it's so crazy because he was a defensive coach. Um, <laughs> A.J. Green giving up a 62% catch rate. I mean, a 76% catch rate, while Denard is giving up a 62% catch rate. Who? A.J. who? Terrell? Terrell. What did I say? Green. Damn. <laughs> but of course you're gonna start michael thomas i got him probably as a back end wide receiver one i don't think you can trust any other of the saints wide receivers because of the volume concern and the falcons are allowing the most points to tight ends but like i said they just shut down waller last week and the volume concern um but if you are in a tough situation i think you can go ahead and stream jared cook um, uh well I, I, just to add on to that man um as far as Jared Cook, I don't know, man. He, he scored a, a combined, bro. Over the last four weeks, he scored a combined 4.6 points. So the matchup may be sweet, man, but... If you, hey, it's all it, a touchdown and bust, really. Yeah, it's, it's, it, and it really the tight end situation man. is just gross. I think, really, with Taysom Hill coming to the picture, bro, I think it's kind of like, if you ain't Michael Thomas... Or Alvin Kamara. Or Alvin Kamara, bro. It's pretty, it's pretty grim for you. But, bro, since we're on tight ends, I would say a tight end to throw out there would be Hayden Hurst. Uh, week 11 game against New Orleans was the only game that he saw just two targets. So, you know, give him a pass on that one. Uh, he's gotten at least seven targets in four of the last five games and has averaged 11.3 points in those four games. So you can look at Hayden Hurst as a low end uh, tight end one this week against and the Saints. And the Saints. Typical expectation. He only had two targets against the Saints last week, but I mean, the last time they played. But Julio was out. And if Julio's out again, I really don't like any Falcons that's not named Calvin really. Okay. So that because if especially especially Matt Ryan, I really don't like Matt Ryan. At this point, if Matt Ryan, if Julio's not playing, you can't trust Matt Ryan. Hey, this in New Orleans or at home. It's at home. And it's a low scoring uh well Vegas expects it to be a low scoring game. Uh and Matt Ryan had five points in the previous matchup without Julio. So I just don't think he, if Julio ain't playing, I ain't fucking with it. And the Saints been on fire lately. Top five passing defense, uh number two in rushing defense. Ooh. Yeah, it ain't looking good. I don't. I don't like Ty Gurley. Uh, we could talk about the running backs, but like I said, I really if if Julio not playing, I don't like any of those people. But even with Julio playing, I don't like Ty Gurley. Uh, Brian Hill did get to start last week. Played fifty percent of the snaps. Uh, got thirteen touches for fifty five uh, yards in a good matchup. So I don't like Brian Hill in a bad matchup. Um, who, Ty Gurley had eight touches for 26 yards in the last matchup against the Saints. So 
I don't really trust the run game against the uh, Saints. Yeah, like to your point, bro. You can, if their name ain't fucking Julio, bro, you can cross them out, bro. It's, it's a big old, Calvin, yeah, Calvin really. It's a big old asterisk next to their name when it comes to this game, bro. So all right. On to the next game. We got the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Damn, Carlos supposed to be here for the over under. Now I gotta do it. Um, uh, it's 44 Detroit by three. Yeah. I got him. I was just saying, Carlos supposed to do this shit. Are you gonna do it? Yeah, uh, well, you do it. Hey, this is this this is what's supposed to happen in pre-pro. So y'all getting it live right now behind the scenes. Who give it better? <laughs> Who give it up better? Who you know better? Pause. Yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Matt Stafford threw the ball 42 times for 295 yards and a touchdown for 16 points last week. The Bears are giving up the six least points to quarterbacks and um had a 16 point match up against them in week one. That was Matt Stafford. He scored 16 points. That's what I meant to say. I don't know. I sit there. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, I don't think you can trust them. Um, over the last two weeks, he's been pretty trash. And without DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay, well, Kenny Galladay, I haven't heard any news about him, but so no news is not good news because if it, he ain't talking about practicing, then he probably won't play again. So especially if Kenny Galladay doesn't play, Matt Stafford hasn't been reliable. Um, DeAndre Swift, uh, at first I wrote my notes as if he was expected to play. So I'm not going, I'm not sure if he's expected to play or not. Um, but the Bears are giving up the 10th least fantasy points to running backs. Uh, but we did see the big breakout game from DeAndre Swift on his way out before he got hurt. Um, and Swift is top five in breakaway percentage among all running backs. So if he does play, I got him as a running back two this week. Uh, Marvin Jones back to back weeks with under 10 points. Um, and at, at this point, we can't take any L's, so I don't want to start Marvin Jones. It's playoff time, we can't trust him. He has a bad matchup against Kyle Fuller. Uh, sit TJ Hawkinson is pretty much the only line I want to start that's not DeAndre Swift, uh, the number four tight end in half point PPR league or Galladay. I don't even know if you could trust Galladay in his first game back. I mean, of course you're gonna roll him out there yeah, if you if you've been waiting. If Galladay playing, I'm 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 starting. I don't know, man. If he he been hurt, but I would probably start him too because I've probably been waiting for him if I had him on my team. But I don't have a lot of Galladay this year, so I can't give you like a. Yo, four out of five games that Galladay has played, man, he scored 14, 14, 12, 14, and he was only on the field. He only saw four targets against Indianapolis, and he was only out there for twenty nine percent of the snaps. So, like, bro, when he plays and he's healthy, you fucking play Kenny Galladay, bro. He's going he's, – he's, trust me, it's going to be a major difference, bro. Yeah, I would probably hey, start. Hey, but hey. but you don't know if he's starting that. Uh, I would like yeah. to hear news on it. Yeah, if he start, you plan because they have a losing record, so they're not going to just rush him out there like they got anything to win. So, if they say he's playing, you know. Hey, hey Daryl Bevel said he wants the offense to be fast. I don't know what that means. Right. On the other side of the ball, we got Mr. Biscay. He threw the ball last week for 40, 46 times for 242 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, score 18 fantasy points. Lions are giving up the eighth most fantasy points to the quarterback position. I'm not trusting them even um nobody. Nobody. In two QB leagues, it, it'll be hard. I mean, it depends on like if you're in like a hard position like Javar right now and two QB leagues, I would probably roll him out there. Um I'm just starting because, with some of the some of the backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I would yeah. start him over like a lot a lot of those like 
lower like, lower end just because of the matchup alone. Why might and he's going if he's going to throw the ball forty six times, then it, it, he got a, a bound to find the end zone sooner or later. I think I liked him over Alex Smith. You know, yes, Alex Smith. I like him over Jaguars, Alex Smith. Mike Glennon. So yes. you know he's startable in some areas if you got those people. But. And he always has that rushing upside. Yep. Um, David Montgomery last week um, rushed the ball Ooh. eleven times for one hundred and three yards. What do you say? Run that ball. Yeah, but 57 of those yards came off of one play. Uh, so let's just put that in perspective. But he still eclipsed 100 yards. And he had six targets for 40 yards and a touchdown. So that's a great uh, week for uh, David Montgomery. He actually surprised me. Uh, Lions are giving up the most fantasy points to the running back position. So it's just lining up for him to have another monster game, along with 133 yards on the ground per game. I like David Montgomery this week. Yeah. Honestly, man, if you look at his playoff schedule, man, it, it lines up for him to be a league winner, man. Like, he he's still – a lot of people give him a lot of flat because of the offense there is, like, middling. But, mm-hmm. man, he, he's still talented, man. Only in his second year, dude. Like, to see him finally eclipse 100 yards this season was a breath of fresh air. And seeing that he got some targets in the past and game. the end zone. Yeah, and the end zone. And he finally found that end zone. He only has three out the whole season, but I don't know if we credit that to the offensive play calling, to the offensive line, quarterback issues. I don't know. But it was good to see him finally get off. So I, I kind of I honestly, bro, I trust him from here to the end of the season. Yeah, see me. what he does this week. Uh Allen Robinson, eight catches, 74 yards, and two touchdowns. He has uh his best friend, Mr. Trubisky, back. So he's back in that wide receiver one range for me. I saw enough. Um Darnell Mooney uh, was second on the team in targets with nine. He only caught three of them last week. It's playoff time. Uh, if you do start him, it'll be like a, a deep play. If you're looking for a boom or bust type of thing, you're looking for a touchdown, you're looking for points, I would um, feel comfortable putting him out there just because of the matchup. If you don't, you know what I'm saying, if there are any better options. Jimmy Graham, four targets last week, only 32 yards. Uh, Lions not giving up any fantasy points. Not, I mean, not giving up many fantasy points to the tight end position. So I don't trust Jimmy G this week. Y'all got anything else from that game? No, that's about it. That's about it, brother. Okay, yes, sir. On to the next game. We got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston uh, Texans. Jabbar, you got an over under? Oh uh, yeah, fifty-one points. Indiana, negative three. Yes, sir. So the Colts are favored about three and a half. Uh, Philip Rivers, man, only scoring less than 15 points once since week six. Um, Houston is giving up 254 passing yards a game and the 13th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. I like, uh, I have, I've been never, I always say never start Philip Rivers there just because I said it. Now, this week, this is the week he's going to come out and be trash. So <laughs> don't blame me, bro. I'm sorry. But start <laughs> Philip Rivers this week, man. I like it. Um, against Houston, they're giving up a lot of points through the air. Um, it's supposed Vegas expects it to be a high scoring game, so yeah, man, I like it. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Saying that Houston is allowing the 12th most of quarterbacks, and Phillip Rivers you has put 13th. up you got 13. Yeah, but I mean, it's whatever, it's the same thing. It ain't it's, on, it, it's on the plus side of the league, bro. Yeah. It probably yeah. updated after the game just happened, true, true. But, um, like I said, over the past five weeks, Rivers has put up 22, 16, 19, and eight, and uh, that eight came against the Ravens, which is mm-hmm. uh. It's pretty good defense. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you can throw Rivers out there. There's your QB2 in a two-quarterback league. Uh, two-quarterback leagues. You know what I'm saying? Should get you – should do you right. Yeah, I might – depending on where I got him, man, he might be – he might slide to, like, 13, 14. 
Um, Naheem Hines, 95 all-purpose yards last week with Jonathan Taylor being out from COVID. I haven't heard any more news. I think – I'm not sure if he has the COVID or he was just around somebody with the vid. So we have to see about that. But Naheem Hines did have 10 targets last week, and Houston is giving up 154 yards on the ground uh, per game and the second most fantasy points to the running back position. Um, I like Naheem Hines this week as a solid RB2. So what about if Taylor played? If Taylor played, it's, if it's Taylor right. played. Because the week if, before that, Taylor got 22 carries. If Taylor played, then I, I'm kind of like trying to fade that backfield because you don't know who each given week is going to be, and especially like this week. We can't like play around with it. You know what I mean? Pause. I mean, you gotta like. Played, I like Taylor in the flex, possibly. I mean, if Taylor plays, I do like. To, I do have Taylor over Hines, but you just can't. I wouldn't feel safe with it. Like he would be like they would be both out of the RB two range. They'll be both in that RB three flex range, like you said to me. Um, Jordan Wilkins only ten touches for fifty seven yards last week. I don't think you can trust him, especially if Jordan Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor comes back. Michael Pittman, the targets are still there. Last week he had a negative week. Last week I know a lot of people were expecting a um a comeback week after he's been on fire these last couple of weeks. Houston is giving up the tenth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position, so this could be a bounce back. Uh, he did see nine targets, however, last week, so that is the positive. That is something to look forward to. Um, they move him all around, so he won't be shadowed as much this week, and he should have um. A lot of upside. I got him probably in the wide receiver three range, uh, probably yeah, around like, like 28, 29. I can dig it. Yeah, um, T.Y. Hilton, five targets for 81 yards last week and a touchdown. That was good to see, but I don't know if you can trust it. Um, I, I, I got him probably – if you want to roll him out there, nothing more than the flex, a wide receiver four with some upside. But I just don't know if that was a sign to come or that was just like – it just happened to happen. That's they was down because they was down, and you know, Phillip Rivers they were not trying to throw the ball as many times as, as they had to when the you know, what I'm saying the t- Titans did put that thing on them, right? Uh, I mean, it's just ugly for uh, for TY right now, man. Four out of uh, four out of the last five games, bro, he's seen less than five targets, bro. Bro, Phillip Rivers threw the ball 42 times, last not gonna do that again, <laughs> and he only saw five of them, bro. Yeah, I saw yeah, five of them, guys, man, TY right now, yeah. Trey Burton saw six targets, pretty good for a tight end, caught five of them for 42 yards and got into the end zone. Um, I think he's a streamable option this week. Man, you know how it is. If you got a tight end, start him these days. If he's been, he been getting you any kind of points. Right. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of the ball, we got uh, the great one, De- uh, Deshaun Watson. Of course, he's going to start him. Uh, mm-hmm. Tip your expectations though, because the Indy is pretty solid on defense. Uh, not even solid; they great on defense. They ranked. Um, great. No, I'm just gonna say, yeah, they they solid. But since week two, Watson been um, quarterback two and averaging 26 points per game. It hurts that Fuller is gonna be out, but I think he's still gonna be able to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course I'm rolling him out there. I'm, you know. We'll see what happens. The Will Fuller shit is crazy. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that's that is wild, bro. Oh, Twitter is like, no wonder he's been healthy. No wonder he's been healthy all year, bro. He's been taking them drugs, bro. Y'all should just why that's so lame, bro. Why y'all gonna wait till the, the playoffs of the fantasy league? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Bro, you knew he'd been taking them steroids, he ain't just started taking them roids. I think they just <laughs> yeah. they do random testing or something. Nah, well, you nah. knew y'all knew he was taking them roids. 
They said that boy is playing too this good. This boy is fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this boy is not even thinking about breaking the Achilles. God damn, what kind of he got the bionic surgery? That's that Barry Bonds right there. Yes, sir. They should that really hurt a lot of fantasy teams out there, man. If you got a, if you're a Will Fuller owner, I feel for you. Kiki QT, what's up? Randall Cobb. Uh what's, yes. what's my other boy name? Um uh Brandon Cooks, man. Let's get the cooking. Uh, Brandon Cooks, now that Fuller is gone, uh, I think he takes the number one spot, of course. He's already had at least five targets in back-to-back weeks. That's his lowest amount he's seen since week five. Uh, he's been getting around eight targets a week. Um, he did have 85 yards, however, in both of those five target weeks. So I think he just moves over to that Will Fuller role. I like him, even though he'll have a pretty much – he now gets the number one coverage, but he's been a number one wide receiver before. Um, I probably got him in that wide receiver two range. Around like top 20, top 20 range. How you feel about Duke Johnson though, bro? Uh Dookie. Um hey, Dookie, baby. Hey, Dookie. <laughs> Only 80 yards and a touchdown last week in the game where he received 75% of the snaps. Uh Indy is giving up the six fewest yards, two catcher running backs, only four receiving touchdowns all year. Um, I don't like him. I don't like him. I like him probably as like nothing more than an RB3 flex play. Uh probably more RB3 than flex. He's gonna get if if Dave Johnson ain't playing, he's gonna get the volume. It's a bad matchup. Hey, I mean, we've seen him with the volume. I mean, if if he didn't get into the end zone, it wouldn't have been everybody would have been mad. I mean, he caught the big uh 30. It was a great play. Yeah, I just I don't like especially against Indianapolis. I mean, if you I mean in the running back situation, how it is this year, I mean you're not gonna if that's what you got, that's what you got. You're gonna play him. But I'm just saying as far as how what I see him as. Let's look at the big picture, though. Will Fuller's gone, so that's some targets that's going to go up. And if it's supposed to be a high-scoring game, and if David Johnson's not playing, bro, like, them targets going to go somewhere. David, uh, Not David. Volume. Yeah, Duke, Duke Johnson is – he's effective in the past game. So, I, 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 I don't see him going out here having, like, a fool of a game. But, you know, he can – he could definitely make a dent. He can help out some fantasy teams. Javar with them ugly-ass Alabama pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kiki QT this week, man. Um, I think he's a good sleeper play. He's had over 50% of the snaps in the last two weeks. And he already has a rapport with uh, Deshaun Watson, so it's not like he's trying to like gain one. Uh, seven targets over the last two weeks. Caught four of them. And he uh, – seven targets – in the red zone over the last two weeks, and he's caught four of them. So I like him. Uh, it's probably like a wide receiver four play with a little upside just because of the uh, over-under. Um, Jordan Akins with Fuller out, I think he could be in line for some targets. Also, those could be where those targets go, but Indianapolis is giving up the third fewest fantasy points to the tight end, so you just want to be careful about that. I wouldn't. I would probably start a lot of people over Jordan Akins. Uh, he'll probably be like in the tight end two range for me this week. I agree with you, man. Uh, just him going against Philly. I mean, not Philly. Him going against Indy is a uh, uh, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it kind of yeah. sucks. I want to know where those fifty-one points are going to come from. I'm interested to see that. I don't know how Vegas saw that as like a high-scoring game with them being like a top, a top two defense. And especially <laughs> after Indy coming back, they should be pretty upset after what they just happened to him last week. So I don't know about that. That might be a trap game. Um, on to the next game. We got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami Dolphins, a 42-point over-under with the Dolphins favored by 11 and a half. That's a lot of points. Brandon <laughs> Allen, he's trash. We're not even thinking about him. Gio Bernard, 59 yards total. Uh, his highest yardage output in the three total in, in the last three t- 
in the last three weeks, and he's had no touchdowns. The Dolphins are giving up the 14th most points to the running back position, however. Um, It's really like middle of the pack. It's not like too bad, but it's not too good. Um, They've only allowed 36 passing yards a game to running backs, So, and that's what Gio Bernard makes most of his points at. So I don't know if I'll trust Gio Bernard nothing more than like an RB3 this week. Uh, the Bengals wide receivers, Tyler Boyd led the team in targets last week with six, but only caught three of them for 15 yards. Uh, Higgins caught off five of his targets for 44 yards and a touchdown. Um, Higgins would probably be seeing a lot of Xavier Howard this week. Um, so Tyler Boyd does have the better matchup against Nick Needham, but the volume is what concerns me with that trash quarterback throwing back there. I don't know if you want to trust any of these guys if you're on, like, the the cusp of a playoffs position. Uh, it's hard nah, for me. I'm, I don't have nothing. I don't have them more than wide receiver fours right now. Yeah, hey, if Burrow ain't throwing to him, bro, I don't want him in my lineup, bro. Yeah, for that sure. Similar to that. I'm talking about the whole Bengals offense. Giovanni Bernard, get him out of there. All yeah. the wide receivers, get him out of there, bro. It's it's a no go for. I don't uh, know what Joe Mixon got going on, but uh, he's probably not coming back. He like fuck it, bro. It's over. He yeah. seems so done, bro. He's not. Coming <laughs> it's back. so crazy, bro, because he was like so close to coming back, and then it's like nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sit. Th- I'm gonna sit this one out, fellas. Appreciate that money, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big bag. But they yeah. talk cash. Straight <laughs> 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 up, bro. Uh, Straight up, man. Hey, Tua Togaloga <laughs> or Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know which one is going to start. Nobody knows. Uh, not sure, but it's a great matchup for whoever is going to be the starter. The Bengals are giving up 253 yards in the passing game. Um, 16 most fantasy points to the quarterback position, so it's uh, middle of the pack. Um, I'm comfortable starting Fitz if it's Fitz. If Tua, I'm sitting Tua. Yeah, man. Hopefully it's Fitz, man. I Hopefully really it's hope it's for the fantasy Fitz, owners out there. Yes, man. But like, as far outside the quarterbacks, what um, skill positions are you are we thinking about? Is a uh, how you say Ahmad? Is he playing? Ahmad. I don't know. I don't know yeah. why they did that. That was crazy. <laughs> the Bengals. The Bengals are giving up 136 yards on the ground and tenth most fantasy points to the running back position. So it's a good matchup for running backs. Um, no information on the Miles Gaskins. I think he should be pretty much close to coming off the injury reserve now. I don't know what's going on with that. But if Akmad is playing, I do like Akmad just because I know he's got the, like that guaranteed workload he's going to get. But if anybody else, if it's not Akmad or, or Gaskins, then I don't want to trust him. I do like Devontae Parker, however, only if Fitz is playing because um, he, he got his best friend back and got his first 100-yard game in the, since week three which, when Fitz was playing. Uh, 14 targets he got last week and caught eight of them for 119 yards. Uh, he'll be going up against William Jackson the third, who's given up a 57% catch rate and graded as a 70 by PFF. So it's not a great matchup, but the volume is what's going to be there. If he's getting anything 10 plus targets, I want him. Update on uh, Akmad. He's he was limited in practice today, and Gaskins is out this week. Damn. Damn. What the hell, Matt Breed? Gaskins, bro. Matt Breed ain't doing shit. Right. He uh, he playing, but he ain't doing nothing. Wow. Mike Jasicki, uh still getting five targets a game. I mean, it's tight end volume. Um, that's now three weeks in a row he's got that. Last week he scored a touchdown with it. The Bengals are giving up the fourth most points to the tight end position. I think you can stream Jasicki. Um, Because like I said, man, if you got any tight end that's doing anything that's not zero, you got to put him out there. 
Uh, y'all got anything else for that game? Uh, I guess uh, for the running back landscape for Miami, man, you might have to look into uh, DeAndre Washington. Same uh, last week against the Jets, he went 13 for 49. I mean, 3.8 yards of carry. It ain't fantastic, but he had five targets in the passing game. So, yeah, especially right. in this in the matchup, yeah, if they're in this yeah. running back position, yeah, might as well. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if you need somebody, DeAndre Washington is a good candidate. Uh, uh, my gonna be back. He, that was I do think Akmad is going to be back, like Javar said. So they okay. make it kind of cloudy. But yeah, if nah, both of them out there, yeah, I'm cool. Plan, then I got you. But we'll have another update, I'm pretty sure, on the next episode. I, I'm pretty sure it's looking like a Saturday one coming up, my guys. <laughs> uh, Jackson, if not, y'all don't got anything else. Jacksonville is at the Minnesota Vikings over under. The uh, over-under is 52.5, Jacksonville by 10 and a half. No, uh, Vikings oh, by 10. Yeah, you're looking at that so wrong, Jamar. <laughs> the oh. negative is who's on top. Oh, all right, bet. Uh, the Vikings are favored by 10. Uh, Mike Glennon, uh, he did look good last week. Um, he was probably the worst of the backup quarterbacks. Uh, he threw the ball 35 times for 235 yards, two touchdowns. Without DJ Shark being in the lineup against a pretty good uh, Cleveland secondary, uh, this week he gets Minnesota, who's the who's giving up the eighth most passing yards to quarterbacks. Um, so I think he's a streamable option, like in two QB leagues. You know how sucky is it? It sounds. I like yeah. him over like a lot of these bums out here. Yeah, it's a lot of them too, man. If you really look That's, at the quarterback landscape, it's, it's a crazy. Lot right of, it's a lot of sorry, motherfuckers. Bro. Look at the at the NFC East. All backups, bro. All backups right now, especially if Daniel Jones doesn't play. Bro, wow. That is crazy. Even though Carson Wentz is a starter, he's a backup in my eyes. Yeah, he looking like it. He <laughs> looked like his backup might be out there next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up, bro. Need to back the fuck up to the bench. That's what you <laughs> <gonna> do. <laughs> like, bro, let me get that ball right quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, man, let me hold that, man. <laughs> right, 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 let me hold that ball, bro. <laughs> hold your clipboard and pen real quick. <laughs> hey, yo, sit right here, son. But not uh, yet. Man. It's, the it's, running back position, of course, James Robinson is probably the waiver wire darling of the year. We need to have a, 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 a award show. He'll probably get the waiver wire of the year. Dog, um, he's got ninety six percent of the running back fucking touches in Jacksonville, bro. That he's, is, he's averaging over um one hundred and six yards from the scrimmage uh, per game this year. Consistent. Uh, the number 25 uh, running back in elusive rating, the number six graded running back as far as PFF is concerned, and the number four ranked running back in half PPR leagues. And you, there's a lot of people that got him for free. Yeah. I actually drafted him with the last pick, bro. That's crazy. Of our, of our, uh, starter redraft? Round. Yeah. In Very redraft last, or yeah. uh, dynasty? I didn't get him in. No, I don't think I got him in a dynasty. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. That's great. That's sure. great foresight. Amazing. Uh. And the Minnesota Vikings are giving up 120 yards on the ground a game. So, of course, start James Robinson. DJ Shark, um, any news on him? Uh, he's still. I know he's on Javar's team, so Javar got to know about him. I, I haven't heard any news about him. Now, he's been lo- He's been limited in practice. Gabe, you got like two shares to this Yeah, game. I still haven't heard any news about him. I've been looking for it. Uh, he is the number one wide receiver on the team, regardless of quarterback. And that's been shown because they they're on the third quarterback now in uh, when the rookie Jake Luton was in, he was still the number one target. Um, uh, he will see Chris Jones or Chris Boyd, depending on which um, who's out there 
It's, it's crazy. They both named Chris, but one spells it C, one spells it K. Don't matter. Chris K, Chris C. I'm still starting DJ uh, Shark. They both getting up <laughs> over 77% catch rate. So roll them out there if he's out there. Uh, any other Jackson wide receivers? I don't feel confident about Chanel. He underperformed last week in a good matchup, only caught, catching four of the targets without DJ Sharp being there. So if DJ Sharp is there, I think it gets a lot target, a lot crazier uh, or a lot cloudier with um, the target situation, the volume situation that is. But he did play 91% of the snaps, so that's good to see. Colin Johnson led the team last week with eight um, in targets. He caught eight of them. He, wait. He caught four. Yeah, eight targets. He caught four of them for 96 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but that could be mainly due to DJ Sharp being out. So, and 46 of those yards came on one play. So, uh, let's just put that in perspective. But if DJ Sharp is not out, I mean, it is it is a good matchup for Colin Johnson. So, I mean, if you're looking for some points, if you're chasing the point at that but point. But just, just, just to come back that um, Chris Cuntley was out last week and Chris Cuntley is limited practice this week. So, if Chris Cuntley is playing, that will limit it. Uh, Colin's snap. So, just pay attention to that, too. Why is Chris Cuntley a thing? It's so gross. I don't know, bro. He's all, he does that, like, every year, bro. Every, every year. Uh, Tyler Eifert, four targets and a touchdown last week. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm buying it. Yeah, bro. I'm just, I ain't buying into the yeah, – especially in my playoff week where you got somebody yeah. else. If it, ain't, if it ain't DJ Shark or James Robinson, keep it moving. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> that. Keep it moving, bro. The other side of the ball, uh, Kirk, <laughs> hey, man, I just want to apologize to my man, Kirk Cousins, man. I, I really was disrespectful on one of those last episodes. I can't remember which one it was, man, but you had really made me mad. But I really realized once I, like, sat down and I realized, analyzed my feelings, it wasn't you, Kirk Cousins. It was Jared Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff is who was pissing me <laughs> off. And y'all were just playing at the same time, and I'm so used to you being you. And so I took it out on you, bro. And I just want to say I'm sorry about that. Uh, that, that was nice of you. Any For other sure, fantasy man. fan would have kept it moving. That was nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's had now over 15 points in every game but once since week six. Um, he's going into a game where he might not have to throw as much, so he could be affected by the, by the Dalvin Cook effect. Um, Jacksonville is giving up the fourth most passing yards through the air, though, so it's hard to not start him. But he hasn't thrown for less than 30 times Um every time Dalvin Cook is having a breakout game. So this could be another one of Dalvin Cook's breakout games, and that's what I'm scared of. Um, so I guess you could roll the dice out there. He, I got him as like probably like a low QB. Uh, probably he's not even in my QB one. Probably like a QB two right now. In two QB leagues, I feel comfortable starting him. One QB leagues, it's a no for me. Um, Dalvin Cook, of course, you're starting him. Like I mentioned, he has a great game, a great matchup. Jacksonville giving up the six most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, Adam Thielen is expected to be back from the vid, uh, the number 16th wide receiver in 0.5 PPR leagues. Uh, top three in touchdowns. He caught nine this year. That's crazy. Uh, he'd be matched up against Trey Herndon, who's given up, uh, who's graded out as a 47 by PFF and giving up a 68% catch rate. Uh, but the Dalvin Cook effect is in the, um, on the horizon, so do be – uh, you know what I'm saying, alert of that. So uh, temper your expectations just because of that alone. With Adam being out last week, though, Jefferson did show out. Man, I'm so glad I was talking about him. And y'all y'all talked to me. Y'all mean, he, it's not like he's not the number one wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, but it's not like I ain't say that, but whatever. Uh, weird flex, but okay. Damn, you don't want to get y'all. Never want to give me my props, bro. 
Uh, bro, I see. I've been saying, I said your boy showing out, but your boy started showing nah, out. Bro, say it on the say it on the pod, bro. Don't say it on the I tweet. Said bro. It say it on, on the pod, bro. I said your boy showing out, and you gonna trade him for Miles Gaskins? Bro, right. I got him a lot right of other places, though. I got him a lot of. Yeah, said it on the pod, like, bro, what's going on? He's starting to show out. Ain't about to play Atlanta. You gonna trade him for Gaskins? And then he scored. Then he had a hell of a game that week. But um, back to Adam Thielen, you got to start Adam Thielen. He he a red zone machine. He get looked at. And um, I was saying how Jefferson showed up with Adam Thielen not being there last week. You know what I'm saying? He did come to play. Uh, he was he got 13 targets, caught seven of them for 70 yards and two touchdowns. He's the number five wide receiver in half point PPR leagues right now. That's crazy. Um, the tight end position, uh, the Jags are giving up the second most points to the tight end position. Uh, that's point three more than the Bengals. And the, I already said the Bengals are good enough. I think it was four. And they seen 22 less targets. So that just means they're just really terrible at guarding the tight end. So I think whoever the Minnesota tight end could be, I think it will be Cal Rudolph. I'm not sure if Irv Smith Jr. is going to play because he has been injured the last couple of weeks. But whoever the, the tight end is, he is a streamable option, I believe, because they, um, they are getting targeted in the red zone. And that's what I want to see, uh, red zone targets for tight ends. I can dig it. I can dig it. I mean, I'm kind of – I know yet. Uh, he had a good week last week, but that was without Thielen there. Kyle Rudolph, so that was without Thielen there. But, yeah, if you, if you search for some, I can dig it. Um, On to the next game. We got the Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Jets. Um, Over under, you got it? The over is under is 47, Las Vegas negative nine. And, uh, David – David Carr, so Las Vegas favored by nine. I don't know why you keep saying negative nine. I'm, you can I'm tell you don't be betting. Thing, you're right. <laughs> Jets are giving up the fourth most fantasy points to the quarterback position uh, after coming off a horrible game last week against the Falcons. I don't want to talk too much more about the Falcons. Well, I feel like we done points. overdid that this week. Um, that was his uh, – after, after having a bad game, he scored seven points. He came uh, the last time he had a bad game. He scored se- uh, he scored seven points, and he came back with a twenty one point twenty one point performance against the Chiefs. Um, so he could be in line for another bounce back week, I believe. Uh, I think he's a streamable option against that Jets defense, uh, especially with Josh Jacobs being probably out this Sunday. Right, right, right. Um, he did go out with the injury with an ankle injury last week, so. Who is it? DeAndre. Who is it? Who is it? DeAndre Washington. Right is behind him is uh, Devontae Booker. Then yeah, Devontae Booker. That's uh, so if Devontae Booker, I think I already said that earlier this episode, but if Devontae it's Booker like is on the um, waiver wire, make sure you go out and pick him up because he could be the starting running back this week. The Jets are giving up 111 yards on the ground and the 17th most points to the running back position, but that just cause, could be because people are torching him through the air. But we already know that uh, John Gruden wants to run the ball. And that would probably stop them in their plan last week because the Falcons are just so good against the run. Um, Henry Ruggs saw five targets last week. He still can't be trusted. Hunter Renfro saw nine. He caught seven of them for 73 yards. Um, he has a good matchup against Arthur Mullet, graded a 45 by PFF and giving up an 88% catch rate. So I think you could roll him out there as probably a wide receiver three and feel comfortable about it just because of the volume purposes alone. Uh, 
Nelson Aguilar, too, we'll see, we'll see Lamar Jackson. He's given up an 85% catch rate and is graded as a 48. And uh, he saw 15 targets in the last two weeks with a touchdown. So he, he I'll feel comfortable starting him also. What did you say the over-under was again? 47. Yeah, so I'll feel comfortable starting just Hunter Renfro, Nelson Aguilar, and Darren Waller. He saw seven targets in a bad day. Like I already mentioned against the Falcons, but it's, it's Darren Waller, and he still saw seven targets regardless. Uh, so and all, all the, I mean, you can start him, but I wouldn't start him no higher than your flex. I mean, Darren Waller. On to my wide receivers, of course you start. Oh yeah, that's what the wide receivers they are, right, but as long as they're in your flex. Oh yeah, yeah, nothing more than like wide receiver threes. Maybe even fours. Maybe yeah. even fours. I'll probably have. Mm, Aguilar a little higher just because of the touchdown. Um, Deodorant. Yeah, I can dig that. But it'll be probably around the same. Nothing too crazy. But, I mean, if you're looking for just a safe floor, I think they got safe floors. On the other side of the bar, we got Sam Darnold. We're going to sit him. Not even going to talk about it. Uh, Frank Gore, 14-plus touches in the past uh, three weeks. 10-plus uh, points in two out of the three of those weeks. Uh, the Raiders are giving up 113 yards on the ground in the fourth most points to running back. So I think you can feel comfortable putting um, Frank Gore, the 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 goat, not the goat, but the old goat, the goats of the old. Yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah. A running back, running back two, or even a guy, or even a um, flex. He getting around 10 points. We need that right Especially now. Especially in this matchup. Yep. Uh, Jamison Crowder, man, uh, he will be matched up against Nevin Lawson, who's graded as a 58 by PFF and getting up a 65% catch rate. Um, five targets is his highest total since his return from the injury, man. It was once upon a time where you could feel comfortable starting Jamison Crowder every week. Now you got to question it. Um, I think with the emergence of the other wide receivers on the team, like Denzel uh, Mims, who we were talking about before we started sh- uh, the show, has not saw has saw at least seven targets in four out of the five games that he's played in his rookie year, um, and that's with different quarterbacks too. Um, has caught at least forty yards for at least forty yards in each of those games since his rookie season. And but he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so that's what's stopping his breakout game from coming. I think that breakout game could be this game. He'll see Damon Arnett, who is giving up a 49% catch rate and a seven, I mean a 79% catch rate and is graded as a 49 by PFF. I think that blowout game could be on the way for him. Um Bernard Pierman, is that I don't even know how to say his name, Bashar yeah. Pierman. Um, uh, Trayvon, Mullen, Trayvon Mullen in his matchup, he's given up a 66% catch rate and graded as a 57 by PFF. He's been seeing a consistent seven-plus targets in three of the last five games uh, with 50-plus points and 50-plus um, yards in four out of the last five games. Um, he was a league winner last year, man. You remember? He, well, I know I remember because he won it for me, man. So Yeah, I, I, mean, I like uh, Perriman and Mims over Crowder for sure. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, right? To say that. Uh, right. In a little flex spot, maybe in a wide receiver three. Mm. But a flex spot for sure. Uh, Anything else in that game? Hell no. Yep. On to the next game. We got the Cleveland Browns at the Tennessee Titans. The over-under 54 with the Titans favored by six. That's the, probably the highest scoring game that we done covered so far. 
Uh, Baker Mayfield threw the ball 29 times last week for 258 yards and two touchdowns. That's seven more times than the week before where he had only scored seven points and nine more times than the week before that where he only scored five points. So it just so happened that these targets just happened to be a little bit more efficient than the other weeks. Um, they are winning and they're not going to change the formula. So then Baker Mayfield is not going to throw the ball 35 times. That's just not going to happen. Uh, another positive about that is he had a positive matchup against a defense giving up the fifth most points to the quarterbacks. Um, I don't know if you can trust him in one QB leagues, but you could probably, I mean, two QB leagues. I just don't know about it, man. I know Los banished him last week and then he came out and did good. So he might got that Los voodoo on him. So I think you could roll him out there, man. Just hope for the points. You know what I'm saying? Vegas thinks it's going to be a high scoring matchup. So, I think you got to trust them. Yeah, I just about to say, they're going to have to score to hang with Tennessee. So it's going to be some scoring going on. And and quarterback two leagues, he's a starter for sure. And ones, I can understand you start somebody else in front of Baker in a one QB league. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're going to start both of them. Oh, um, they're both in RB1 territory for me. Uh, Jarvis Landry came back to life last week with his first 100-game matchup of the year. 11 targets, catching eight of them for 143 yards and a touchdown. He will be matched up against Desmond King, who's graded as a 71 by PFF and giving up a 68% catch rate. Uh, The volume is what will be the question. Of course, with Baker Mayfield throwing the ball, you never know what you're going to get. Wide receiver three, man. Until I see it in back-to-back games, uh, I'm tempering my expectations on him but the the matchup does look good and the the Vegas thinking it's going to be a lot of points I do like that because we all know that that's Baker Mayfield's thunder buddy that's where the ball is going to go I was about to say if you can yeah get him in there no higher than a um flex of three for sure uh Austin Hooper only saw two targets but did find the end zone last week Titans are giving up the eighth most points to the tight end position um it's he's a streamable option, like we said, man. It's tight end, it's touchdown a bus, really. What do you say? He getting paid all that money to block, bro. He only had two targets last week, and that's the most bigger than thrown. Oh no, bro. I, I think I'm going somewhere else. Uh, the matchup is okay. It's, if he gets into the end zone, you'll okay be happy. Matchup against Jacksonville. He got into the end zone. That's hey, it. It's the tight end position. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? He's not going to be Austin Hooper from the Falcons. Right. That, that's right. gone. We right. could just give that dream in, up, bro. I'm going to put this in perspective. He got into the end zone, and if you're hoping he get into the end zone, you asked out because he only got in the end well, zone. If twice. you got the tight end, you probably asked out anyway because you drafted right, him to be somebody that. Somebody else to get them safe six to eight points at tight end then to get two points or eight points from Hooper. I'd rather get that little safe, little six, seven or whatever from somebody else, bro. I don't know. Uh, so you like Hooper or Jonu? Jonu. Shit, both of them started. Jonu got zero targets last week. Just, you, we yeah. seen it with Jonu, though. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know it, what I'm saying? Yeah. Hooper, I we think see. they both in the same pot to me. They both uh, touched down a buzz. They ain't like, I don't know. You just put what, put your hand in the bucket and pull one out, whoever name it is, that's the one you start. I don't right. feel confident about either of them. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Ryan Tannehill only needed to throw the ball 22 times last week. Um, the rushing touchdown did save his day. Volume is always going to be a concern. He just seems to be a little bit more productive. He's like Baker Mayfield, but like 
just more efficient and he, his his playmakers actually score when they touch the ball. Right. Like AJ Brown catches the ball and goes 73 yards for a touchdown. Boom, Ryan Tannehill has a good day. <laughs> uh he's only scored under 15 points twice all year. So he's been stable. Um, he is going against a, a poor defense on the other side of the ball. Well, I mean, no, not a pretty poor. I'm mean, going to say pretty good defense. Well, secondary-wise, that is. And Miles Garrett is expected to be back. But I do like Ryan Tannehill. He, I think he's a streamable option, uh, especially in two QB leagues. I think you can feel comfortable starting him. You could do worse. I like Ryan Tannehill over Baker Mayfield, if that makes, any, if that makes you feel any better. Facts, for uh, sure, uh, Derrick Henry has put his winter coat on, so you already know what time it is. Uh, A.J. Brown, like I mentioned, uh, only caught four passes for 98 yards last week and had a touchdown. Sorry, uh, that kid. It's crazy. He hasn't had, like I mentioned earlier, he hasn't had 10 targets all year, so imagine if he, he had that. He don't need him. He don't need him. He will see Denzel Ward, however, so just be aware of that, but who cares? He did what he did last week against the Colts, so uh, start your studs. Um, surprising surprise of the year, he might be in line for most improved fantasy player of the year. Uh, Corey Davis hasn't had under 67 yards since week three. Uh, he isn't getting the touchdown, so that's probably why he isn't as sexy. And you know, what I'm saying Derrick Henry is just crushing all the touchdowns for that team. Um, but however, he did catch a deep pass last week and he missed the touchdown by like a couple yards. I think he ended up on the third on the three yard line on the third yard line. The third one, not the, the three. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the three. So I was still tipping my expectations just because of the matchup. He will be matched up against Terrence Mitchell um, in coverage. He's giving up a 57% catch rate, but I still have Corey Davis as a solid wide receiver three with some upside. Um, Jonu Smith, we, uh, we mentioned him. I'll probably start Jonu over Austin Hooper. Like you said, we've seen it already, but he has – after back-to-back six target games, he put up a goose egg last week, but that was against Indianapolis, so that could have been. And they just didn't need him because Derrick Henry was going crazy. Um, Cleveland is giving up the six most fantasy points to the tight end position, but he's just really volatile. I mean, if that's what you got on your team, you probably don't have any better options. But, I mean, like I said, man, the tight end landscape – it just went to hit shit so fast. It was it started off the year so good, and then it just went down the toilet. Like, doo, 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 doo. Uh, that was the sixth game. That was it. What you mean? That was the seventh game, my boy. <laughs> that was the seventh. We got that one was more. Seventh game. Which one I miss? No, I said we did seven games. Oh, we did seven. Oh, dang! I guess I'm usually doing eight. But anyway, that's all we doing today. Uh. I don't know if y'all noticed it now. We lost Tonyo, you know, on the on the way to the end of this roller coaster. Hopefully, he makes it to playoff glory and finds his way on the next episode. Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Los. You got anything else? Sign out, good. We out. Yes, sir. Sorry for keeping. Sorry for the wait.